Ubisoft's Forward announces a bunch of new games. We've got Far Cry 6 and some news from Bungie, and Microsoft discontinues a bunch of Xboxes. This is the Gaming Casuals Podcast. Welcome to the Gaming Casuals Podcast, your one-stop shop for all amazing gaming news from a casual perspective. I am your host, John. And I'm Brandon. So we're going to talk about Ubisoft 4, but first, let's get the elephant out of the way of the room, as they say. There are multiple ways to pronounce Ubisoft. Now, Brandon? I say Ubisoft. I say Ubisoft. Now, uh, we've asked, we've searched the Googles, and Google <laughs> says you can pronounce it either way. They're both fine, apparently. Some CEO said it, I guess. But if you're a true Frenchman, it's Ubi. And if you're an Englishman... It's Ubi. If you just listen to the people who actually uh, work there, they say Ubisoft. So let us know in the comments below what you uh, think it is. So And don't get mad because we're going to confuse you with how many times we can pronounce <laughs> Ubisoft differently. Guys, the Ubisoft Forward happened, and there's a whole lot of really cool games coming out, um, soon to be released to a console near you. But we're going to give you guys the, the quick synopsis of what great games are coming from Ubisoft. First, we've got Watch Dogs Legion happening October 29th. 2020. Brandon, have you ever played a Watch Dogs game? So I've played Watch Dogs 1 um, just maybe about, I don't know, five or six hours or so. Not a ton of time spent in that. Um, but it is, it's a—it's an open world game, just like all of Ubisoft's games that, uh, that you've probably played before. Um, it's got that cool element of being able to hack into almost anything. So it's fun. I, I did like that. Um, I do remember the, the first trailer the announcement trailer of what watchdogs was going to be when they first dropped that and it looked really cool and i feel like as development went on that game it did change a little bit and it wasn't uh, i don't know if it lived up to that hype that that first announcement um but i will say watchdogs legion which is the third in the series definitely uh it looks really cool if it can uh actually Make the or keep those promises that it's making in these. Uh, yeah, and in case you guys trailers. didn't know about Watch Dogs Legion, it was announced initially in 2019. Some development woes happened, and now we're getting in 2020. It is an action adventure game set in London, fighting for a better tomorrow, and it is supposed to be the direct sequel to Watch Dogs 2, which took place in San Francisco. It'll be an interesting game. I played Watch Dogs 1 a little bit. I did enjoy it, but it was kind of clunky to me. Now, I give Watch Dogs Legion a shot. I'm sure it'll be really awesome. We'll see what they do with it. But as uh, I will say one of the cool things about uh, Legion, though, one of the things that they're saying is that you can recruit pretty much anybody in the game, right. which I'm very curious on how that's going to work because, I mean, they had in you know last year when they were talking about it at E3, uh, they were talking about how you can recruit uh uh, a nice old lady uh, to go around and take out your enemies. And I mean, they say anybody, I, I want to know, is that really true? Can you recruit anybody? Uh, because they supposedly have their own unique skill sets. Uh, you can pick construction workers, uh, hackers, uh, like I said, uh, older, the older generation. Uh, you can The pick silent anybody. generation being their <laughs> silent selves, taking out people from afar. What is really cool about this game, the brand, is that those who purchase the Xbox One or PS4 versions of the game, there is going to be, you're going to unlock access to the Series X versions and the PS5 versions. Smart delivery. So that is a Thank really you. good thing, especially for 
for those of us who want a <laughs> PS5 and you know don't want to spend extra money on two copies of the game, that'll be really great. So October 29th, 2020, Watch Dogs Legion. Um, the next game we got going on now, I don't know how much you know about Brawlhalla, Brando, but Brawlhalla Mobile is coming August 6th. Okay. For those of you guys who don't know about Brawlhalla, Brawlhalla is essentially a Smash Brothers clone. Um, it feels like it runs on runs on Flash, very 2D style of a game, but it's already got a really deep and thriving competitive circuit. You can get this game for free anywhere, um, Xbox, Switch, PS4, PC, wherever you want to play the game. What's interesting about Brawlhalla is that definitely you can definitely play for free. They have free good. a freebie version. It's free to play, but like any good free-to-play game, there are some things you can do to unlock different characters, different movesets, different cosmetics um, for cash monies. And it'll be <laughs> interesting to see how Brawlhalla ends up coming to mobile. Brawlhalla is a pretty, I mean, it's a fun game. The competitive circuit is a lot more complex than some would think it might be. It'll be interesting to see what Brawlhalla does because they are going to make it completely cross-play. So you can play Brawlhalla across any platform, nice. and you're going to meet players from all around the world on all kinds of different consoles and computers and all that jazz. Awesome. So it'll be a whole lot of fun. And then we've actually got a new title, a new franchise coming up from Ubisoft. We've got Hyperscape. Yeah. Now, Hyperscape is a futuristic sci-fi shooter. The PC beta is open now for free. Brandon, what do you think about Hyperscape? I actually, I was kind of interested because it is, uh, from my understanding, another one of, it's another Battle Royale. Right. But it is, it's in a world where uh, it kind of reminds me of that Ready Player One kind of aesthetic where uh, from the trailer, you, the world is kind of, it's it's set in the future and it's a very uh, dystopian future, but this whole virtual reality world called, is it called Hyperscape, I think? I think the world is called Hyperscape. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. I'm sure people will. Um, but uh, but you can go in there, and it is essentially another place. Again, very similar to Ready Player One, which I enjoyed the book uh, of that. Um, so it's a kind of a cool little thing there where it is uh, designed to to be a game in a game. So I, I don't know uh, too much about it. I just, again, from what they announced, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. We'll see. Uh, Battle Royale games genre has not slowed down by any means. So right, we'll see sure. what they can do uh, that's different. Like you said, Brando, a ton of Battle Royale games. We've got Fortnite. We've got Call of Duty Warzone. Now another one joins the fray. Yes. It'll be interesting to see what you know, Ubisoft is going to do with this kind of a game. I'm excited to see what it's like. It'll be interesting to see if it's free or not. The PC beta is right now for free. Do we know if it's free or if it's I, pay I to play? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, we're going to find out for sure. We'll, we'll be sure out. to let you know in the news section. Um, but also, we've got news on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes. Now, I, I'm not a big Assassin's Creed player. I'm just going to be honest, Brando. There are a lot of Assassin's Creed games. Yes, I had a hard are. time deciding where to start. When they came out in the beginning, my parents said, no, you can't play Assassin's <laughs> Creed. What are you going to do? Right? But... Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they've been taking this kind of trip. We're out of Italy now. We're yeah. bit, we've been to Egypt. Over, you know, we've sailed across the open seas in New England and all that jazz. And now we're in Nordic mythology, Valhalla land, and we're raiding the English coast. Yes. And so it'll be interesting to see. It comes out November 17th with a lot of other games. I am I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Uh, so yeah. I, I enjoy the series. Um, I have, okay, I think I got all of the games except for... Maybe some of the spinoff ones. Um, Syndicate, I didn't fully beat yet because I actually didn't start playing it. Until Is that the after. third one? No, no, no. Syndicate's like, oh, <laughs> it's like no. number 20. I like know. I There's said, a I lot. have no idea. Uh, no, um, Assassin's Creed, uh, I mean, it has a very long history of games. I really enjoyed the whole. Um, 
you know, you're playing in this very historic setting, um, but really the inside of that you are in the future and you are playing as a character who uh, is in what's called the Animus. Now that was back early on. And obviously there's a ton of Assassin's Creed games and that storyline they, they had early on is definitely evolved and it's different now. Um, one thing they did, which people who are watching this, if you're a gamer and you know anything about Assassin's Creed, they have changed up the entire uh, franchise back with Assassin's Creed Origins a few years ago. And the game went from something that was very formulaic, it was something that was very repeatable and could get um, boring if, since it was an annual release, you're playing the same game but a different setting and so on. With Assassin's Creed Origins, they completely changed how Assassin's Creed uh, plays. It is more of an RPG now. And then the the year after that, when they went with uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Odyssey, that one is right now probably, I would say probably the best Assassin's Creed game really? so far. Um, if not, you know, top top three. I, I think it's one of the best. I I love that game. It is so big. There is so much to do in that game, and I still have not beat it personally, but I, I'm trying to take it slow because I, I don't want it to be over, even though it feels like it's going to be another 80 hours before I get to that point. Okay, Brando, but, I'm going to yeah. throw something your way then. For the yes. uninitiated Assassin's Creed yes. player like me, mm-hmm. if I'm like, you know what, I want to give Valhalla a chance. I like the Vikings, but I want to know more about the Assassin's Creed universe. Mm-hmm. What are the games I need to play to get caught up and to be kind of relevant in the Assassin's Creed world? That's a good question. Um, So when they went back with Origins and completely changed how Assassin's Creed operates, um, it really kind of reset that story. I I don't feel like you have to play earlier ones to have a narrative. I I take that back. I know that there is some narrative uh, because, again, it's set in the future. Right. You are playing as characters that jump into this uh, program or this machine called the Animus and relive uh, these uh, ancestors, these assassins uh, or Templars. Um, but as far as the enjoying the game, you can jump into uh, Odyssey, Odyssey and be totally fine. Because okay. again, it really focuses on the gameplay in the in the past, whereas the the side stories is just it, it's just to, to tell the story. So I really think uh, if you've never played an Assassin's Creed game, um, I would say play Odyssey because the 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 game the franchise has completely changed with Origins and Odyssey, and I feel like it's just going to keep going forward with those RPG elements. They had so many games in the past uh, that had the older formula, which is still a great formula, but I think they're just going to continue on with this. If you really wanted to jump back in and see how the older games played, the uh, the Ezio series, which is uh, Assassin's Creed 2, I think uh, Brotherhood, or... Uh, forgive me. Uh, there is a brotherhood. Yeah, it's brotherhood. I know there is a brotherhood. And then I think uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations, it, that was like the Ezio trilogy where it was focused around one character. Um, and and that was great. Uh, but they've had a number of Black Flag, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag was great. Black Flag. Um, yeah, so that was the pirates. I mean, they have an Assassin's Creed for pretty much any uh, setting in human history. Setting, yeah. I know a lot of people are looking forward to other ones um, uh, and other settings. I know Japan has been one that people have talked about. Don't uh, get me started. But uh, but we have another game coming soon. Uh, teaser um, that can satisfy that itch. But uh, but anyway, but that's that is for me. I like Assassin's Creed. I think now talking about Valhalla because that's the one we're we're talking about. This one, I'm I'm kind of torn because I loved the new God of War for PS4. Oh yes. 
I really enjoyed that. Got to play that game. And and this is right up the same alley as that. That I mean, as far as that uh, mythology, the uh, the Norse mythology. However, seeing the gameplay, I, again, I'm an Assassin's Creed fan. It is early footage they showed. It's not final footage. It just it didn't wow me yet. Mm. I'm very curious to see what it's going to look like when it comes out because November is uh, still a ways away. Um, that is something that uh, I, I am curious to see. I'm probably going to get it just because I, I You're enjoy a purist. That. It makes sense. I, I, you like, I enjoy you like that. the franchise. But I will say I wasn't blown away like I thought I would be, especially coming off of God of War uh, that I finished you know, a few months ago. So we'll see. I, I, I'm holding judgment until it comes out and we actually can put our hands on it. But uh, I, I am a fan. I am cautiously... Waiting. Well, now you can recruit a cat, and you can't do you can't do that in God of War. So I think it might just change the way you think about playing Assassin's Creed. Um, but with the Assassin's Creed game, we've also got another big franchise with a yes. big release happening. Far Cry Six mm-hmm. has been announced. Um, if you guys haven't heard about Far Cry, Far Cry is just huge, expansive worlds that there's always just some major villain, and you're on an island, or you're on this, you're in Montana, or you're wherever, <laughs> like, once again, all kinds of locales and locations, but it's like a forager, action, RPG-style, first-person shooter meets, you know, story-driven plot. It's just Open so much world. to explain. Yeah. I hear there's radio towers and stuff, you have to go and build a map, just yeah, like, again, so many radio towers. all <laughs> of the Ubisoft games, not... I am not putting down that. They uh, Ubisoft has a formula and they're sticking to it. Yes, I like that money. formula. I mean, honestly, I am a I am a sucker for hundred uh, percent in games and and going through and finding all the collectibles, which is probably you know, a waste of time to be completely honest. But I enjoy that kind of stuff. So they, I, I hear that now. I'm going to say I've never really played a Far Cry main title. I played Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, which was like a spinoff. Right. Um, but I've never played a main a main entry in the series yeah so i i will say what's what's really great about far cry is that it's a really great game just to sit down blow stuff up and relax <laughs> i'm not saying it's like just cause level <laughs> relaxation say. it's not like you can just <laughs> grapple around you know the earth and in your parachute and blows it up from afar it's not like that but there is a whole lot of exploratory things you can do there are a lot of things to keep you engrossed in the game um now i will say i, I Far Cry has received a lot of mixed reviews in the community overall. I think you'll find that it's pretty much the jury's not out on which Far Cry um, is is better than one or the other. But I think by far we're gonna say that Far Cry Three is kind of like the pivotal title. That's what I've heard in the Far Cry series. Like if you're gonna play a Far Cry game, Far Cry Three is the one to start with. It was kind of like the the perfection of a lot of different elements come together, and they've had, you know, once again, like, they know their formula. They've had several games after Far Cry 3, 4 and 5, and a bunch of spinoffs, mm-hmm. um, but if you guys are going to start playing a Far Cry game, Far Cry 3, and I'll talk about more about Far Cry 3 when we go into what games we've played this week, because I did play Far Cry 3 quite a nice. bit. Now, what's cool about Far Cry 6 is we are going to have a new villain, Giancarlo Esposito. He is, you've seen him in Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, you've seen him in The Mandalorian, Really incredible actor. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the main villain in this game. He's grooming his son to be the heir, and you have to provide a revolution to overthrow his rule. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with Far Cry 6. Um, we'll talk about more about Far Cry 3, but it looks like a really fun game that yeah. might be fun to play. Uh, that's one thing from, again, not playing these mainline games. It, it does seem like the Far Cry series is focused around a very 
very um, memorable villain. And it's something that uh, that's that's usually what you hear is there's somebody that you're you're going against, which is nice because a lot of times there's a generic bad guy and so on. But but that's one thing that it seems like the Far Cry series really really pushes forward is is having that iconic villain to 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 fight against. So I'm I'm curious to see this. Uh, the trailer, the uh, uh, announcement trailer was very pretty. <laughs> it looked right, really yeah, nice. it looked really good. Uh, I'm I'm very curious to see what uh, what that looks like in game, um, especially because this is coming out next year, right? Right. So this should February? this is a I, I would assume I, I I believe they said it in there, but I don't know and I don't want to be wrong. But I'm assuming with it being a 2021 game, it's going to be next gen game, right? I mean, I think they're going to have it. Be, it right? gonna, I mean, we, we know from Xbox already <laughs> they're going to have it for I mean, uh, that's right, yeah, the old console, uh, Xbox they're, One and and Series right. X. But uh, but it is um it, it will be nice to see what the uh the 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 next gen consoles will be able to do with this because man that that cinematic trailer was nice but it yeah. was a cinematic trailer it right was not gameplay yeah, it wasn't <laughs> so gameplay. yeah i'm on i'm honestly i'm excited about what far cry 6 will do especially coming off the heels of games like cyberpunk you know yes. we've got a lot of games that are going to be out you know they're going to be out before that so many games coming. I mean, you know about you know spider-man miles morales we know yeah. about the new horizon game to see a far cry 6 can Far Cry Six break in? I mean, Formula says it, it can, but is it gonna is it gonna rock the world? Is what I'm gonna say. Well, so. th- if they don't, you know, delay it right now, its positioning at early 2021 is a good spot. Because yeah, Q1 is a good spot. It is. Um, although in years past, Q1 has been very crowded of <laughs> years of late, um, but, uh, but as of right now, it kind of has some room to breathe on its own. Um, because I guess people are going to be playing so much of Cyberpunk and Halo and and all the other games that are coming right. out, uh, Assassin's Creed, all these games uh, that are coming out at the end of this year. And piggybacking off of the Far Cry 6, just so you guys are aware, there is a huge Ubisoft sale going on nice. currently all across all platforms. And if you guys want to pick up a Far Cry game, they're really inexpensive. Far Cry 3 is $3. Nice. Far Cry 4 is $5. And Far Cry 5, I believe, is $9. So I would recommend getting Far Cry 3 if you haven't played a Far Cry game before. But they are really inexpensive, as well as you can get Assassin's Creed games yeah. on sale as well. They have the whole, like, first six games for, like, you know, 40 bucks or so. Nice. You can pick those up. And then Odyssey is going to be probably, like, 40 or $30. So if you want to play a game now from Ubisoft in preparation for new games coming out this year or next, now's time to buy. Now... Now we're going to step back and take a look at some of the games that are getting pushed back in lieu of this COVID-19 season, as well as the Xbox Series X and the PS5 season happening. We have gotten news from Bungie that they are pushing back Season of Light, which is their new Destiny expansion, their new big new year, three, year, four expansion, to November 10th. Hmm. And, uh, and Bungie did announce they're citing pandemic reasons as to why they're not getting this game out. Now, we did, we did get a Season of Light announcement a couple of months ago, the original date was mid-September, mm-hmm. um, and pushing it back to November 10th is going to put it right in the place of like games like Cyberpunk and a lot of like games that are expected to be released when the new consoles get released. Brandon, that what are is, your thoughts? Well, I was going to say uh, pandemic reasons. It sounds more like, I mean, I'm not saying that's not the case, but that is kind of uh, curious that that season right there, November, mid-November, that is... Prime time, time holiday time. game buying. Season. Well, not just that, but I mean, new consoles that have not been announced as far as a date yet. 
could be that they're pushing that Someone's back. reading the tea leaves. I'm just saying, could be pushed back a little bit to coincide with next-gen, possibly. I don't know. I, I, I believe that the next-gen consoles are coming around mid-November because that's when they've usually, uh, in years past, have come out. Uh, and I just think, let's push things back to around that same time. I just feel like maybe these, uh, these developers uh, partnering with Microsoft and with Sony, hey, let's get some good, good uh, games to, to really showcase... Uh, next gen. Right at the same time, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of games that are making resurgences coming back in mid November, and Bungie is kind of on the chopping block. There's been some rough some rough seasons, some mm-hmm. rough expansions. Bungie, you know, we know that they branched off from Activision when they released the Forsaken expansion, um, and honestly, the seasons after that they weren't all that great. The community were they were not fans of that, and with them announcing a lot of sunsetting of a lot of first year content, bringing in the old raids from D one, you know, it's it's we can't have them screw it up. They can't yeah. afford to screw this up, especially. Yeah. Coming off the tales of a game like Cyberpunk, we know that Project Red makes incredible games. I mean, the Witcher franchise, amazing. We've been waiting for Cyberpunk for some time. And then we've also got games like Halo. Yep. We've got a whole bunch of other games coming down the pike from different different gaming developers. It'll be up to Bungie to see if they can make the most out of this time. And even if it's not strategic to coincide with Xbox Series X, you know... It, <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how they handle the pressure because in September, they were still kind of isolated. You know, they had a buffer window to get the hype out. It was a good maybe game to pick up before the new consoles released. Yep. But now that they're competing with a bunch of other AAA titles, it'll be interesting to see how they fare with it. They can pull it off. So Yeah, we'll see. Uh, all I know is it gets me excited because November really, I mean, it's it's a little farther away, but it's not super far away and we're gonna have all these amazing games to play potentially on a new console and if you guys are excited about the destiny expansion coming out this november let us know in the comments below um i'm a big destiny fan brandon's a destiny fan when he can destiny yes. fan when he can is the I, hashtag I, was just put this way. I bought the season pass for last year and i have played zero of it so playing assassin's I, creed instead yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing a lot of uh catch up with uh my kids so but uh but no that is that is something that i i do like destiny i want to like it more i want to have more time for it hopefully they 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 can show us some really great things with beyond light brando would you just would you pick it up just to play the the old raids again on a new console define pick it up I mean purchase it or if i already had it purchased and just booted it up because if I already had it, then absolutely. You're going to have to purchase the, oh. you purchase the game to just play the old raids again. I have purchased Destiny so many times over the years. We all have, Brandon. And, and it depends. We I need really a support have group to for Destiny, me. I think. I know. I, I, here's the deal. <laughs> I If they really wow me, although I said that last time and I, I bought it. You I didn't bought get, it and didn't I didn't get play wild. it. You didn't get I, wild. I didn't get, oh, I bought it, You though. weren't wound enough to play it, though. Exactly. Um, so it depends. I, I, I am, it's going to be interesting because there are going to be so many games lined up against it that, I mean, we even talked about, like, The Avengers. I really want to play that game. That sounds like a fun little uh, uh, thing that's taking up that, uh, that, that what's an appetite for that bun- or that uh, Destiny type game? So who knows? I, I don't know. I, I will see. Yes. Let's put it that way. What's cool about well, I will say this to kind of pique your interest a little bit. Okay. What's cool about Season Light is that in the current the current narrative of the game is that we're essentially stepping the line between light and dark, 
right? Oh, that's right, the whole darkness thing. Yeah, the whole darkness thing. Yeah. And so we're going to get a bunch of new skills and abilities, presumably in this dark side of the force, to coin a better term. And so with a whole shift in the meta of the game, all the gears, we we said already, all the gears getting sunsetted. It's all going to go away, except for a very specific few pieces. Whole new concept, whole new game, essentially. It'll be interesting to see whether you pick it up again. And I'll be sure to give you a review. You're 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 really trying hard to get me to play. I I just want friends to play. I with. will. Okay. Guys, be honest. I just want Let, friends. Do we know how much it's going to cost yet? Yeah. Forty. Sixty. Oh, I mean, if you're going to buy just the season of light, it's forty. And if you're okay. going to buy that with the season pass, it's going to be seventy. Oh, oh, oh. But you get a whole oh. year of content, Brandon. <laughs> a whole That's year. True. We'll see. I will. I will think about it. But you are you are selling me on the fact that uh, it is going to be a little bit more. Uh, of a drastic change, a little bit more of a drastic change. It's going to be a drastic change, it sounds like, so we'll see. Uh, a good no time promises. to jump in will be when everyone's not <laughs> sure of what they're doing. Exactly. All right, so as far as some Xbox Series X rumors, I don't mean to be a troll, guys, but today Seagate announced via Twitter that they were going to have some expandable storage options okay. for the Xbox Series X. We already knew that, yes. but the time frame they gave was, quote-unquote, this autumn, oh. and the whole community is buzzing. At least on Twitter, but you look up autumn on Google, and it's like <laughs> autumn starts in like late August and then ends in like November. Yeah, that's right. November. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you can definitely tell that the world's getting hyped for Xbox Series X. But along the coattails yes. of Xbox Series X rumors that probably shouldn't have been rumored to begin with, Microsoft did discontinue their Xbox One X and Xbox One S production digital. The Xbox the- One S all digital edition. Yes. Ahead of the Series X launch. The only Xbox they're going to be making is the Xbox One S, the white console. Interesting. So that's, a that's I mean, I, we expected it because it's not like they're going to continue making older consoles once the new ones come out. Yes, they've been talking and pushing really hard the family of Xbox consoles, but you really wouldn't expect them to have all of those options going forward into next gen. So it makes sense. Here's my prediction. Uh-oh. I think, okay, so they've discontinued Xbox One X, which is the most powerful console to date right now. Uh, they've discontinued that. They've discontinued the Xbox One Sat the Edition. The old geezer. <laughs> the uh, the all, edi- all digital edition. And leaving the Xbox One S. With the drive. Uh, with the drive. I feel like that is a perfect, like, super low-cost console that can still play these newer games. I think with the Xbox Series X at the top end, it leaves a perfect middle ground for this rumored Uh Xbox Series S Lockhart. Don't uh, do that to me. That is going to come in at a really nice price. Um, That is one thing that I think a lot of people, when they are talking about the fact that what is the price of the console going to be, you know, Microsoft is always kind of hinted at the fact that they're going to go super competitive with the Series X. Sony did, a, they pulled something crazy and they had their PS5 and a PS5 right. digital edition that threw that kink in, in the plans there. So I feel like Microsoft had, has, because they haven't announced anything yet. Thanks, Microsoft. Has this secret Lockhart Series S uh, console that is not as powerful, but is super affordable from the rumors. Uh, I feel like that could be a great middle ground. And they also have the S, the, the one S 
as like super, super cheap. That's my thoughts. It's like the Metal Gear Solid of Xboxes. You have Snake, and he's there just minding his own business. And all of a sudden, there's another Snake. Turns out he's just a little bit more handsome, has longer hair, and he tries to kill you. So that's how it's going to go. I, <laughs> I, I do think, though, it's going to be very – I'm very excited about what's to come. And, and speaking of Microsoft, you know, we're uh, – at the time of shooting this episode, we're, we're about – we're on the, the, the cusp of, of Microsoft announcing yeah. their, their big game. July, correct? It, yeah, July 23rd. Uh, it's the Thursday. I'm very excited about We're that. We're all very excited. Whenever you watch this, you guys may be seeing this, and it's already happened, and we already know more about the games. But as of this, I'm very excited about uh, when that when that comes out because we're going to get all games for about an hour. Um, I'm excited to see what that looks like. Um, and I feel like uh, Microsoft really, really does not want to lose anything in this in this uh, next-gen battle. Do you think they have the high ground? Now that PS5 has kind of showed their cards, do you think Xbox can has the high ground and can they keep it? That's a very good question. So I think before Sony announced their their, their at their conference or whatever they did, their announcement, uh, Microsoft definitely had high ground there because they announced what the console looks like, the name, all that back in December at the Game Awards last year. And they also had been putting out information left and right, and Sony had nothing, just quiet. And they weren't saying anything. Microsoft we finally got the Final Fantasy VII <laughs> remake, everyone. <laughs> the uh, But I think Xbox uh, definitely had... Uh, some ground on on Sony just because of the fact that Sony hadn't said anything. Then Sony came out, put out their their conference. It was fine. It wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't terrible. Um, they did announce the uh, the they showed the console. Uh, it definitely was uh, unique to say the least. Uh, but I feel like it excited PS5 fans because those fanboys that were waiting they for need something content, to hold on to. I feel like because there are a lot more of the Sony fanboys I think out there. So uh, I think Sony definitely earned some of their clout back whenever uh, they announced that. So to answer your question, does Microsoft does Microsoft have the high ground? I feel like this this game's reveal is very important because their last game's reveal it was fine, but they definitely had some some missed expectations there. So I feel like Microsoft knows that a lot is on the line for this announcement. They know that they have to show up because Sony did, and they, they actually had, you know, uh, something to show. I feel like they're going to focus on their Halos, or well, Halo. They're going to focus on a lot of the first-party titles. No idea what. I don't think they're going to show everything at this. I feel like they're going to show some things, uh, and they're, again, constantly putting information out over the next few months before the console comes out. So I feel like they may not have the high ground right now. I feel like they're okay, even, but I feel like they know that a lot's on the line for this. What I, what I feel like what's happening right now is that we're in this console versus console poker tournament. <laughs> and essentially, you know, Sony's laid down their cards mm-hmm. and they've got their two of a kind. Okay. They've got they've got their deal. It wasn't a great deal, but it could it could win. It could win the round, right? Yeah. Xbox still has their cards up mm-hmm. to some degree. Some of the cards they've shown, but Xbox has a chance to throw down the full house and be like, here's what we got going on. Yes. And I think they can take the cake. I think only because Sony has, you know, played first, you know, they kind of have the high ground statistically, but I think it's an easy way. I think Xbox can definitely pass them up 
if they can deliver, like yes. you said. Oh, yeah. And I think with all the changes and all the rumors out there about what they're doing, uh, xCloud, when that comes out later, uh, which I, I think they announced, too, that xCloud is going to be part of, of Game Pass Ultimate for free which is awesome. So whenever that stuff comes out, that's a huge leap in services over the PS5. Uh, the games in themselves, Game Pass as a whole, is a huge step up. Uh, if the consoles are more powerful and more affordable than Sony's consoles, uh, if they go with like the, the Series X cheaper than the PS5, and then whatever this potential Lockhart, uh, the Series S, if they go with that, potentially being cheaper than uh, PS5, Five's digital edition um if they get all those lined up just right and they have the games to show for it i feel like microsoft's gonna do a really good job the planets time. could align the <laughs> titans could be unleashed zeus is done for it could be the end of the movie <laughs> as far as we know all right so just so you guys know just some games that we've talked about before but are have been released paper mario origami king for switch um, it's gotten some decent reviews, 7 out of 10 on IGN. I'm not a guy who reads reviews. I like to play games and think for myself. But if you guys like Paper Mario, it should be a fun little title. Brandon, are you going to play this game when you're going to Florida for your vacation? I I, I think I am going to play this game. I, I'm I'm debating on oh, – oh, sorry. I know I'm going to play this game. When I'm playing it is still up in the air. Um, but, it, it again, I've said this in, in episodes past. I'm a fan of Paper Mario series. Uh, I, I'm glad that I finally have a console now that has a new one because I miss out on the the Wii U, I think they had a, a con or a, a Paper Mario or something. I missed out in the last one, so I'm very excited about this one. Um, yeah, I hear the the combat system is different, and it may not be super deep for those RPG fans, but it's Paper Mario. It's not like it's some you know crazy in depth RPG game. So I am excited, and again, like you said, on the Switch, super portable. Yes, I played Breath of the Wild almost entirely in handheld mode so Rip. i can i can uh, yeah paper mario sounds good to, to, to play uh, uh with that too so yes i will i will most likely be getting this awesome so so not only paper mario origami king but we also have ghost of tsushima the new sucker punch yes. title it is their first i would say large-scale open world rpg um it's actually gotten really incredible reviews from ign so far nine 9.1 out of 10 um and for a developer to create an open world game that's done so well especially from ign standpoint that's pretty great i am not going to tell you about the game spoiler i am going to wait <laughs> until we're going to show a video of the actual game and i'll give you guys a review of my own so be tuned for that um but brando with these games coming out what yes. games are you playing right now oh man it has been a busy uh busy i guess couple weeks since we last shot uh what should i say that or not I yeah i don't it's been a busy, uh, busy time since last time we shot. Uh, I haven't had a lot of time to play games, but I did uh, get to jump back into some Super Mario Odyssey nice. with my kids. Um, they wanted to play uh, some games, and we jumped into that because uh, he, my my oldest, likes Mario, and he got to be Cappy, so he was playing with uh, the controller, you know, doing okay with that. And uh, we we got to, I haven't beat it yet. So it's Neither nice to jump have in with my that. wife and I. Yeah. So it's 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 fun to kind of have those games that you really enjoy 
and still get to come back to and play a little bit more here, a little bit more there. Um, yes, I do like finishing games, but sometimes with games like that where I can play with my kids, it is nice. We got to Bowser's Castle finally. Ooh. So we're, we're almost there, uh, I believe. Uh, but it was fine. I played, that's mainly what I played. And of course, more Final Fantasy VII, working through that. Dude, you should. It's a good game. I know. As far as games that I'm playing, I decided to spend my moldy money and I bought Far Cry 3 on nice. the Ubisoft sale. Only because Far Cry 3 is considered to be the pivotal Far Cry game in the franchise currently. If you're going to play a Far Cry game, play Far Cry 3. Um, it is a really interesting game. I'll give you my thoughts on it. So, essentially, you're on an island alone. You, you had some buddies with you, but they all got captured by this island warlord guy that's really, really nasty guy. Really nasty guy. And, um, essentially, you lose your brother and you're imbued with this tattoo that gives you incredible powers over the forces of nature in the jungle it's a really special time a lot of like tribalism motifs there along with this you play this guy from like los angeles so it's really interesting like dynamic there but essentially you travel across the island trying to save your loved ones but along the way it's a huge island um you essentially you know craft all of your own gear you hunt for animal pelts you sell them to markets, you buy new weapons, you upgrade all of your existing abilities. It's a very, very large game. And it came out for Xbox 360 in 2012, so it's almost eight years old. Um, they did make a release with updated graphics for okay. the Xbox One, so that is really nice and is going to have um, good graphics for the Xbox Series X. Um, I will say, though, as far as the game is concerned, I can see the premise of... I can see the hype. Like, I know why people enjoy the game, okay? But I will say from just a very, like, like just a very bland perspective, it's very much simplistic in its dialogue and its story. It's very much requires you to use your imagination and enjoy the experience of going around the island. Now, I was, when I was playing Xbox 360, I was playing games like, you know, Halo 3, and I was playing Skyrim. You know, those games really marked my Xbox 360 mm. experience. And to play Far Cry 3 so late after it's come out and having all these games come afterward that I have played, I will say Far Cry 3 doesn't hold up as well, but it's a good game to just sit down and play if you want to just have some fun. And we're talking about, like, there are games that you can play and pick up and down. You can go run around, blow some stuff up, relax a little bit, and then go to bed. Nice. One of them being Just Cause. Love Just Cause <laughs> games. They're a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Far Cry 3 is very similar. You know, I find myself more or less hunting for tigers and sharks in the ocean, using my bow to get incredible headshot kills across an island and hang gliding around. And it's a really <laughs> interesting and fun game. There's a lot of things there. Um, I will say, as far as like what you get for three dollars, totally worth it. Nice. A whole lot of fun, but it's gonna find it's it's gonna be lacking in the end for you guys. I feel like. But if you guys have played Far Cry Three or any Far Cry game, let us know in the comments below. If you have a favorite Far Cry game. We want to know about it. Let us know your favorite moments about Far Cry in the comments section. Guys, thank you so much for watching our video. If you liked it, please consider subscribing. We make videos all the time. If you guys are playing a really awesome game right now, let us know in the comments below. We want to know what you think of this podcast as well. So hit the notification bell, subscribe. We release videos all the time. And don't forget to check us out wherever podcasts are sold. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, you name it. We're on there. We'd love to hear from you guys. Brandon, anything else you want to say? Thanks for watching. All right, guys. See you later. See you.